It's a summer beach blowout extravaganza with Jason Didner and the Jungle Gym Jam. I was really lucky to talk to Jason not once but twice because he had to give me an update on who he was going to be raising funds for. That's right. If you download Jason's Jungle Gym Jam Lollipop Motel album, there will be funds donated to a very, very worthwhile cause. But better you should hear that from Jason. I hope you enjoyed my talk with him. Talk to you at the end of the show. Uh, in an unprecedented turn of events, I'd like to welcome back Jason from the Jungle Gym Jam. Jason, you, you sent me an email earlier this week that had uh, some interesting news in it. Can you, can you tell me why we're talking again? Sure, sure, gladly. Um, when uh, May 31st came and went, that was the end of a campaign that we were helping with um, to raise money for... St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Um, we did that as a partnership with Chloe's Friendship Circle podcast. And um, I was looking the morning of June 1st for a new cause to perhaps uh, help support with album sales. And at just the right time, I got a Facebook update from a friend who runs sound for us at some of our shows. A mutual friend of hers has a five-year-old son who has been a heart patient since birth. Uh, His name is Xavier, and uh, he loves music, and he's been having heart surgery since he was a baby. Now he's five, and he's still in and out of the hospital. And so I thought, hey, why not for a month, for the month of June, our album sales something that can help him? So when someone downloads our album, Lollipop Motel, the new album, we will donate half the proceeds from the download to Xavier and his family. Amazing. Um, a very worthwhile cause and something that is uh, obviously near and dear and close to you and to your heart. Um, so how can, uh, how can people find the album? How can they download it? What's the, what's the best and most direct way for people to do that? You can go right to our website, junglegymjam.com. And when you click on the music link at the top of the site, it'll take you right to uh, the album and uh, all your different options for how you could buy it. Great. Um, a very, very worthwhile cause, uh, Jason. That's uh, incredibly, incredibly kind and thoughtful of you and your band to, to be donating um, to this very... Again, I can't say it enough. Just worthwhile. Um, so listeners, support Jason, support Xavier. Um, do what we can. Let's do what we can do as part of the Good Stuff crew to, to really make a difference in someone's life. Cool. Thank you. And uh, I also don't want to leave out people who buy physical CDs. Mm-hmm. Um, so the difference is because there are costs to produce those CDs and ship them and everything – Instead of uh, contributing 50% of those proceeds, I can contribute 10% mm-hmm. of a CD sale. So yeah. you can still go ahead and order a CD and you'll still be helping Xavier. Great. 
So we can help in many, many ways. Um, and so, Jason, I, I want to—I have something I've been dying to ask you since we last yeah. spoke. Which will, which uh, you know, when your episode comes out, this will be sort of at the beginning, and then you'll have to hear about how we got to this point at the end. But um, you recently had a show at Coney Island, and I got uh, very excited about the fact that you potentially were going to have a funnel cake. So I'm, <laughs> I'm thrilled to have the opportunity to follow up on that question and ask you: Did you have funnel cake? As a matter of fact, um, I spent so much time loading in and loading out that uh, trips to any of the uh, concessions just never happened for me that day. <laughs> oh, no. Um, it, okay. I owe you a funnel yeah, it, cake. It turned out to be like a two and a half hour load in. Oh, my gosh. Um, and something like a two hour load out. But when we go to Wildwood down the Jersey Shore, we will... I will definitely have funnel cake. Nice, nice. And, and so, when when can uh, East Coast East Coast Good Stuff listeners find you at Wildwood? Ah, uh, we will be uh, at Wildwood. I'm not sure if there's a performance in Wildwood, but I know that our family's vacationing there. <laughs> oh, so I did not mean to invite all of our listeners to join you on vacation. <laughs> but. Actually, that's a good thing because uh, I very much want to perform there. So if okay. I can tell them, hey, I got uh, all these good stuff listeners following me here. <laughs> Let me play your venue and I will pack the place. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's see if we can rally. Um, all right, Jason. Thanks again for, uh, for, for finding a few more minutes to talk to me. Um, wishing nothing but the best. Uh, have a great summer. Maybe we'll check in at the end to see how things are going, to see how things went with, uh, with um, your project for Xavier. And again, thank you for, for caring a lot about kids and a lot about kids' music. You're doing, you're doing great stuff. Thank you. And uh, we got a couple new reasons to check in in the months to come because in July and August, we will, in those months, pick up two new causes to support. Great. Excellent. Um, using hashtag Summer of Sharing. Summer of sharing. Hashtag. All right. Yep. Excellent. All right, Jason, have a great rest of your evening, and uh, thank you for, for being in touch. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for taking the time to reach out to me uh, again. Okay. I know that it takes a lot of uh, it takes a lot of money to make an album, right? Like it doesn't just happen for free. You have to be at studio time. You have to press CDs. You have to make artwork. You have to do all these things. Maybe even hire musicians. And uh, the fact that you're willing to give fifty percent of the proceeds, you know, so money out does not equal the money in. I'm not an economist. I don't know the real words for that. But it's just such a such an amazing thing that you're doing. So. Thank you. Sure, sure. And, uh, you know, I want people to cherish this album. And if they, uh, when they get the album and they know that it's helping someone, when they listen to the album, it'll mean that much more to them. Yeah, totally. Um, It is my pleasure to welcome Jason from the Jungle Gym Jam to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Jason, how are you right now? I'm doing great, Mike. And you? I'm doing great. It's uh, full disclosure. There's a three-hour time difference here. It's about eight thirty Pacific time, eleven thirty Eastern. And uh, Jason, you but you look like bright, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, yeah. and ready to roll. I'm keeping rock star hours. <laughs> totally rock star hours. That's amazing. So, uh, so let's start. Let's start at the uh, let's start at the beginning a little bit. How did you How did you get into doing kids' music? Uh, my own kid. Mm-hmm. 
she was really the the fuel for us to to really start writing a lot. Uh, my wife Amy and I uh, have been writing the songs together since the beginning. Um, she writes the lyrics with me, and then I write the music. And watching Holly's consciousness explode, like in like age one and a half to age two, watching her become aware of so many new things was really just like fuel for our creativity, you know, song ideas. Yeah, that's amazing. So, um, so the the songwriting team behind your band is you and your wife, right? It's a full family affair. It is. We're we're like a mini chibi kadama. The same principle, the same philosophy that everyone everyone uh, shares. Everyone has some input. Yeah. Um, so uh, Amy went from being you know a writer behind the scenes to joining the act. She now operates the puppets. She leads. She makes sure our show is interactive enough. So she kind of uh, elicits the interactivity out of the kids in the audience. Uh-huh. She's. She was a teacher, so that comes naturally to her. And she uh, plays the bongos. Oh, nice. Which makes our show really more of a rhythmic acoustic duo when I'm playing acoustic guitar. And then, of course, uh, for tomorrow's show, we got a full band with a drummer, a bassist, keyboardist. So we offer our show the two different ways. Wow, that's great. Nice. And then, of course, um, Holly, our daughter, who's now five, uh, is in the band whenever she wants to be. <laughs> that, is, oh my, that is so beautifully said. Whenever she wants to be. Great. Um, right, yeah. We're not going the Joseph Jackson uh, route here with yeah, our kids. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Whenever, whenever she wants. And I bet she steals the show when she does decide that she wants to be in the band. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no doubt about it. Nice. So you mentioned uh, puppets as part of the show. Tell me, tell me a little bit about the puppets. Sure. Um, certain songs uh, are based on uh, animals. Uh, we had our, our the first song we ever wrote was Five Sea Lions because our zoo is getting sea lions. So uh, I'm sure uh, you can appreciate uh, those. You know, we took a trip yeah. out to San Francisco a long time ago. We know how they took over Pier 39. Oh yeah, in a major way. Yeah. That trip, which was 15 years ago or so sat in our minds as potential inspiration until we found out our zoo was getting sea lions. Then we thought back to those sea lions. Mm -hmm. And so we wrote five sea lions, which is about the sea lions rolling over each other and rolling on, rolling off the pier into the water one at a time. It teaches young kids to count down, but it's also a reggae tune. Um, And so we have a sea lion puppet um, that explains the difference between sea lions and seals because it's a subtle difference. Yeah, well, I, I, I come to think of it, I'm not sure I know. So I need to come check you out so I can so I can learn that. Amazing. Yeah, you watch the video once, you will always know the difference. Always and forever, amazing. So yes. um, you have two albums, is that right? A, a full album. Two albums. Yeah, one of mm-hmm. them is recent, fairly recent. Yes. Yeah. So tell us. Uh, Tell, tell us, let's dig into that a little bit. Tell me a little bit about this new album. Uh, the new album was timed specifically come out just at the beginning of the summer, and we released it two weeks ago. And um, it's a beach album. Oh. Um, we are in our family. We love, love, love the Jersey Shore. All right. And um, uh, not the TV show, but the actual place. <laughs> so no snooky appearances on this album. <laughs> no, those those. <laughs> 
those people aren't even from Jersey. Oh my goodness. It's just vacation in the Jersey. Truth, the truth comes out. So <laughs> what is it about the Jersey Shore that you all love? Oh, uh, let's see. Um, the, it, the rides, the games, the sunshine, the salty water in the air, um, you know, the electric feeling of the boardwalk at night with everything all lit up. Um, the way time kind of seems to stand still and, you know, the distractions of the everyday busy work kind of melt away. And we really we're like so together as a family at the beach more so than I think uh, any other time. Uh, yeah, you're making me want to go to the beach now. I, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. That's beautiful. And is, is there a lot of in the water time and sandcastle making and those kinds of things happening? Uh, you know, um, Holly's starting to get a little more into that and a little more into that. You know, we uh, dipped our toes in the water uh, in Coney Island, the beach in New York City, uh, on Thursday. We did an acoustic show uh-huh. leading up to the big electric show there tomorrow. Wow. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, last summer we spent a little time on the beach, you know, uh, dipping toes in the water, you know, letting the waves hit us and building sandcastles. That was her first time doing that, and nice. I think she'd like more of that, too. Nice. Um, at our first, uh, in one of our first interactions, um, you, you sort of described your, your music as as very Jersey influenced. And so obviously that means oh, yeah. I, you're wearing your influences on your sleeve. And I think that there's, there's some Springsteen in there. Tell me a little bit about your, uh, your musical influences for this album and just in general. Sure. Um, this album specifically, there is a Jersey shore sound that we really absorbed, especially because this is the music that we put on our, uh, iPhone playlist on our trips down. You know, it, it was Bruce Springsteen, it was Southside Johnny, it was Bon Jovi. It's like that real beach party music. And our daughter came to love it, and she can sing a bunch of the lyrics to like Tenth Hour of a New Freeze Out. <laughs> Amazing. But uh, so let's talk Bon Jovi for four seconds. They are one of the uh, the most influential bands in my formative uh, music loving career not music playing per se but music loving so um what's your uh, what's your favorite bon jovi song ah uh, well um we have right now on our beach party playlist a uh, 99 in the shade from their new jersey album uh-huh. um, i mean you can hear beach boys all over that one too yeah yeah, yeah. Which, uh-huh. which is fun um who says you can't go home is kind of they really wrote a classic with that one yeah recent too yeah. recent classic yeah Pretty recent, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and New Jersey even took that on as a song. You know, the state the state tourism department took that on for their ads. Oh, very cool. I did not know that. Uh, mm-hmm. being, being here in the Bay Area, but power to New Jersey. That's amazing. Um, so you, this album, th- there's a... There's real intention behind it. There's there is this beach party vibe and and this um, summertime party atmosphere that you're going for. But there behind all of this, as you are sort of promoting the album and and getting the album out, and as people are buying it, you, there's a cause that you are working with. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Uh, yes, we were. I think just before the release of the album, we caught some inspiration from another uh, podcaster who uh, joined the scene pretty lately. Have you heard of uh, Chelsea's Friendship Circle? I have not. No. Okay, you will. Um, okay. She is a 
She's a six-year-old podcaster. She's been oh, doing nice. it about a year <laughs> so uh, with her parents. <laughs> uh-huh. Cool. Uh, with her parents kind of helping her pr- write and produce the show. Um, she's here in New Jersey, too, as a matter of fact. And when I visited her page, I saw that she had a fundraising campaign that she's running for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Um, she's trying to raise $500 over the course of the next, um, really through May 31st. Uh-huh. She's a little more than halfway there. We hope she can do it. And uh, we've decided that on album downloads um, that we could donate half of the proceeds from album downloads if people download our album before on or before May 31st. That's a, that is so generous and kind of you. Really really great. Really cool. Thank you. And if they buy the physical copy that that we have different costs for that, but we're going to donate 10% of those. Wow, great. Proceeds. That's a, a very worthwhile cause St. Jude's St. Jude's does amazing work. So, um thank you for supporting that particular organization. Um so what is if I were to go right? If I'm going to to to, to a show of your band, if I show up at Coney Island, which would be hard to do at this point, but if I showed up tomorrow <laughs> for the full so band, if, if someone periscopes it and you watch it that way, yeah, right? oh, that would be I mean, amazing. <laughs> like if you hook that up, drop me a line. I would love to check it out. Um, what what can we what can one expect as an audience member? Um, variety and interactivity. Um, there's a wonderful live music producer whose books I've read. I've actually interviewed him. Um, I have my own podcast, uh, that's for the benefit of other kindy artists. It's not really to the public like yours is. Uh Although anyone in the public can listen if they're interested in how to have a, yeah, how how to build your kindy music career. Well, let's, let's drop it in. What's the name? Uh, uh, make Kindy Happen. Make Kindy Happen. Okay. It's out now. Yep. Nice. Make there you Kindy go. Happen. Cool. Awesome. And uh, one of my guests on that is uh, Tom Jackson. He is a live music producer who um, I've been studying up on him pretty well, and he has a lot to say. He was actually Taylor Swift's live music producer before she hit the big time. Whoa. Okay. Um, he kind of prepared her for – he prepared her live show for that. And he gave some great advice that if all of your songs look the same, even if they sound completely different, if they look the same to your audience, they're going to sound the same to your audience. Huh. Huh. And that's even more uh, impactful when you think about like a four or five year old. Right. Yeah. And their parents. Right. Because I assume that that's that's talking about the visual. Is that like and yeah. So so tell me a little bit more about what what you all do to sort of to to sort of knock at that. Okay. Um, One thing we do is we have different, uh, you know, the puppets, we spread the puppets out throughout the show, because if every song was a puppet song, then none of those songs would stand out. Right. So we've spread out the puppet songs among the non-puppet songs. Uh Um, We make certain songs, like one song will be a freeze dance to get the kids up and doing their thing. Uh Um, You know, we have that interactive banter with the audience. Um, 
I'll say a few silly incorrect things, and then all the kids go, no! <laughs> oh, that's classic. Classic. Yeah, yeah perfect. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, those things matter. And then uh, if we're doing a song, like, about swimming, we might, uh, we're known to turn on a couple bubble machines. Ooh, nice. Make nice. it kind of look like we're underwater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, you were saying the, uh, the car is packed and, and ready for your gig tomorrow. How many, uh, how many bubble machines are you bringing with you? <laughs> um, well, we have the ocean behind us, so oh, it might be kind true. of hard to compete with that visually. Uh-huh. But, uh, um, yeah, the bubble machines, uh, maybe I'll... Maybe I can be persuaded to bring one tomorrow. I, look, I, I won't be there, so you can <laughs> tell me that there are, and I believe you no matter what. I would love to see, um, you know, a, a, when we post this, so like a picture from this gig of, of what the full band with the ocean in the background looks like. I think that's a, a pretty, um, a pretty amazing image. I think that would that would be really cool to to sort of put up as as this episode comes out. Um, so how can uh, how can listeners connect with you um easiest way is to go to my website jungle gym that's g-y-m jam.com and from there uh, the site's pretty well organized with you know you can find the uh, about us page with the contact information um you find our booking information there tour is our live performance schedule um, sometimes we'll actually do live online concerts. So anyone anywhere oh. in, in the world, if it's at the right time, time zone for them with their kids can watch. Oh, nice. uh, we use a platform called Concert Window. Oh, okay, cool. I'll check that out. I, would, I can't wait for the next one. I'm there. All right, totally, cool. Totally. Um, cool. Yeah. And like Facebook, Twitter, all those things. Yeah. Um, amazing. So, um, Wish you the the best of luck tomorrow at the uh, at the shore. And I mean, I have I have one important question. Um, I've never been to the Jersey Shore Boardwalk. I just need to know if you're going to have a funnel cake. I think uh, I think I've got to do that now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Although great. this uh, this this beach is actually in New York City. Believe it or not, Coney okay. Island is it's out on it's out in Brooklyn. Oh right. Uh, okay. Just past the the main island of manhattan yeah um and brooklyn is actually where long island begins and it's on the south shore of brooklyn looking at the jersey shore oh, but okay. the culture the culture is very much alike i think um uh you know you have a lot of the same kind of the bustling boardwalk the bright lights the ferris wheel uh, and, and all that. Uh-huh. A lot of the history is in common with the Jersey Shore, too. But, yeah, they got funnel cake, too, and I think I just might have to indulge. Okay. Well, that, I mean, look, <laughs> I think you can't go wrong. Um, that's where the, the 4th of July hot dog eating contest is. Is that true? As a matter of fact, yes, that okay. is where that happens. Okay. You don't have to do that if you don't want to do that. You don't have to <laughs> eat as many hot dogs as you can. Um, yeah, I'm not conditioned for competitive eating. <laughs> Well, I'm not either, but that that wouldn't stop me. So, um, so you're a creative artist, you're a creative person, musical uh, through and through. Um, and I know that uh, when when people finish projects like you finish recording this album, um, what what can we expect in the future? Ah, uh, well. Um, it seems like certain gigs that we do, like zoo gigs uh, or, um, you know, at schools, uh, birthday parties, 
Um, sometimes the gig itself has a reason for a new song to exist for that gig. Like uh, our zoo just got giraffes, so there's a new giraffe song that we just uh, debuted as a rough draft, and we're going to continue tweaking that. Um, our number of animal songs is growing, so an animal CD might be in the works. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, okay, that's a scoop. Yeah, uh-huh. breaking <laughs> news. Breaking news. Yep, and then we did a firefighter themed party in a, in a fire station, so there was a new song for that. Oh, um, okay. The world, the, the world of three and a half to four year old boys needs as many fire station, fireman, fire truck songs as as you can come up with. So. That's yeah, maybe, maybe some girls too uh, oh, totally. who, uh, yeah. who, are, who are ready to run into some burning buildings and save lives. <laughs> oh, that's so great. So great. Um, okay, well, really, thank you for your time. I know it's late for you and you got a gig tomorrow. And uh, thanks for waiting up for me as I got my family situation squared away. Um, wish you nothing. I know all about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wish you uh, nothing but the best. And can't wait to hear about the gig tomorrow. And uh, have a great time. Thanks, Mike. You too. Uh, Thanks for uh, taking the time to talk to me. Totally. Totally. Can't wait to do it again sometime real soon. Awesome. All right. Take care. You too. Have a good night. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. That is a wrap on this bonus episode. Hopefully you enjoyed my talk with Jason, learned a little bit about him and what he stands for and why he makes the music that he makes. Support him. He is a good, 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 good guy, and he is good stuff approved. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Stuff. Stuff.